Welcome to another Transforming Your Money Mindset. We do exactly as the title suggests. We visit with Coach Michelle Coy, who is, uh, well, she's talking with folks every single day about how they transform their money mindset and improve their relationship with their finances. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Richard. This time, we are focused on our relationships, in particular, how your financial mindset affects your relationships. I think I read a stat somewhere that said, you know, of all the separations that happen out there, a certain percentage of them are centered around money. Can't imagine that, right? Uh, That may or may not be true, but I don't think we're talking about just those kinds of relationships, right? Uh, These relationships with one significant other can be affected by money, but it's probably more than that, isn't it? It is. Just recently talking with someone, we were working on money and all of a sudden we were working on their relationships. Uh. And she said, Michelle, I thought we were working on money. I said, (laughs) however, let's take a look. Did you become what, a relationship you, therapist? I know. It's, <laughs> it's it's like, let's look at those relationships and the giving and receiving in those relationships and how it's affecting your money. A divorced single mom, and she's trying to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, well, boy. my kids get this, you know, when they're with this set of folks. And when they're with me, I feel as though I have to pay. And I saw this in my own relationship as well Hmm. with my spouse. Um, I come in, I don't have any kids. I was brought into a relationship where there are two kids involved. And I remember every time before those kids came, it was, let's go spend $150 at the grocery store to make sure the kids have all the food for just the weekend. So there's definitely a mindset in there where money is relating to those relationships. And when it's detrimental, you start to see a lack in your money. When you're feeling a void or something missing in that relationship, you're replacing what's missing with money. Interesting. I I certainly didn't mean to make light of of the situation. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. However, uh, it is, in all seriousness, in some relationships, exactly as you describe. And I can understand what you mean because I've uh, encountered, I don't have children either, but I've encountered uh, friends who do, who tend to validate their ranking as a parent by how much money they spend related to the child. I think that might be related at least to what you're saying. It is. If you're not recognizing that you're doing that, you struggle with maintaining that relationship with your money because you're starting to push that money off into those holes in your life, whether it's your relationship with your kids or if you're starting to feel a lack within yourself, like a lack of worthiness, then it affects your money relationship as well. For example, I was working with a single person And when she would get her paycheck, she would go spend it, you know, so it's, it can translate into a lot of relationships. It's your relationship with work. If you're not feeling worthy at work, then oftentimes you're not feeling worthy for that paycheck and you start to spend it on things that make you feel worthy, whatever that may be. So uh, what you're saying is then there's a void somewhere. And in order to fill that void, we're spending money. 
this is, uh, boy, this is beyond my pay grade. I know that. <laughs> How do you deal with this as a person who's trying to help someone transform their money mindset? If you're running into issues like this, this involves other professionals, does it not? It does. It could inv- involve a therapist. Yeah. I have some techniques where I can help get to the root cause. Some of my um, neuro-linguistic programming has strategies in which we can get to the root cause of it. Uh And I have seen that transform individuals by doing that timeline. It's called timeline therapy. And you get down to some of these emotions that are creating other emotions. It's something that could have happened in your childhood. And it moves forward with you. Mm-hmm. And so it's now playing out. It could be a relationship with a mother or a father, a grandmother, and it's now playing true into your relationships now. It's like, do you remember a time in your childhood where money was used to satisfy love? Oh, okay. You know, and it's starting to get to that root cause of let's look back at your childhood Where was money used in place of an emotion or to help satisfy something? For me, it was fear of abandonment. So my parents would buy us stuff because they weren't necessarily always home. So I could see my siblings use some manipulation tactics to get what they want because they were not feeling that love. And so there again, that's where money becomes a filler for something that might be missing. Wow. So I say this pretty often, let that sink in after uh, Michelle says something, there's another uh, example of that. So it's entirely possible that if we were to just stick with this example, parent child relationship for a moment, a parent feels uh, somehow not meeting the goal of, of the relationship with the child. So there becomes a money component. And then if the child is astute enough, or maybe they don't even realize they do it, they can exploit that. Yes. Wow. Yes. And then it transfers into their life as well. Uh huh. As we were getting older, one of these siblings had a struggle with money mm. and it then translated into that until they found someone that truly gave them what they needed. And then that struggle with money was no longer an issue. Yeah. They could manage it. So when we look at money, it really does go into those relationships that we have with others, as well as the relationship we have with ourselves, too. And so we have to look at that whole picture in order to balance that relationship that you have with money. Boy, Michelle, you've got a job here because you have to assess these situations and then figure out how to untangle them. Yes. And it's an intricate web because you may get down to one issue And as you're working along, another issue surfaces. Mm. And so that's why I feel as though your money mindset is more like a journey. It's a healing journey. It's a journey getting to the core of who you are, too, and identifying yourself. And so that's just part of what we do is I first work with you to help identify who you are. And then we start to get into the stories to see if there's other parts of you that begin to surface that you may have hidden because of other relationships you had in the past. Mm -hmm. So there's one example of the parent-child 
thing. Is there another one that comes to mind that we can help underscore this whole notion that the financial mindset affects relationships? You know, you can go back and look at your relationship with health. Oftentimes, there is a relationship with money where it's also affecting your relationship with health. That's mine. If you're feeling unworthy, then that relationship with your health also is affected by that unworthiness. Why should I get healthy? I don't deserve it. Oh, boy. Those type of questions come in. And so you can really see that it's not only people relationships, but it's relationships with those other parts of that that life wheel that is all intertwined. And if one piece is unbalanced, then you have that rocky wheel. While you're focusing on that relationship with money, you're also untangling those other relationships as well. You know, I I have a notion that as people listen to this, if they're listening to your examples and they can relate to them, it might create a little more stress on them as they contemplate the idea of improving their, uh, transforming their money mindset. So I don't want to (laughs) leave, I don't want to leave this episode with folks feeling stressed. Oh, that's me. Turn this around for us now in our remaining minutes. How do you approach this and help untangle some of these tangles? We take it one step at a time. I have a five, you know, a five step process where we start really looking at you and then, you know, helping you discover who you are and who you want to be, because those are two different people. Most of the time it's baby steps. We don't have to fix everything at once. And oftentimes when we can untangle one piece, the remaining pieces fall right into place. Most of the time it's one event, one situation that is causing all of the other situations. So it's just basically going through and gently walking you through and looking at all those steps, you know, looking at you, looking at your relationships from the past that involve money, you know, looking at some stuff that you might have hidden. Well, it really is unavoidable to uh, have experiences in our past that might negatively affect how we become as adults. When I say in our past, I mean as children. It just, uh, it, it's nobody has a perfect upbringing, right? I mean, uh, there, there's always uh, stuff that our parents and our influencers, our adult influencers, uh, impart to us that ends up affecting us. And maybe they're well intended, uh, but this is this affects us. So I would submit that there are probably some folks whom you meet who are affected by these things negatively and might not even realize it. Yes, that was my journey. I didn't Uh realize one little event affected me in several areas of my life. Once I, it became brought to my awareness that we were able to look at it and I could see it from a different perspective and see what this actual event helped me get where I am today. Uh Uh-huh. It's an opportunity. Yes. I look at them as how can we turn these negative events into an opportunity for you to see how they affected your life in a more meaningful way. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is part of your process, right? We talk about often how uh, you can initiate a conversation with Michelle. And then we've asked you, Michelle, pointedly, what happens when you get that contact? So we've talked about the beginning of that. But then as you're having those conversations, you have 
several things at play there where you're evaluating how to help a person. And this is part of that journey, right? Yes. You will walk away from each session with something to reflect back on that will help us to take that next step forward. Mm -hmm. I have six worksheets. However, those worksheets are just hitting the surface. As they describe what came up during that process, I give them reflective questions to go a little bit deeper so that we can work on it and see, okay, this may require some other tools or bringing in different professionals to help them to unwind that. And so I recommend working with me for no less than three months or 12 sessions, Mm -hmm. usually 12 sessions. And that could take up to six months to work with me because I really customize it to how quickly somebody else wants to move forward because it's not about me. It's about their progress and how long it takes them to take that, that journey. That's a good point. Uh, So you say X number of episodes, but uh, the the momentum, the pace at which you're moving has an effect on that, certainly. Now, before we go, let me just address the money part, right? I mean, uh, somebody hears that and they go, oh boy, that that must be expensive. But you've said you work with folks uh, who are of all sorts of different income levels. And mind you, when we're talking about improving your relationship with money, uh, I expect you are anticipating meeting folks who are struggling with that. Yeah. And so I really meet them where they're at. We look at their budget and say, what can you do each month? I put the risk on myself because that may also determine if it may be a six month program rather than a three month program, Mm -hmm. just so that we can meet you where you're at. So it's not a huge burden for you to be able to improve that money mindset without it affecting other parts of your life. All right. Bottom line, then, if you're concerned about how you would pay for something like this, don't be concerned and uh, talk to Michelle anyway. The contact information is in the show notes. So this is episode 20. If you've been following us, I think I said this last time, if you've been following us for all of these episodes and you haven't yet reached out to Michelle, what's stopping you? I think what we're saying here is don't let a uh, anxiety about it stop you. I have that initial conversation with Michelle. Her uh, website links are in the show notes. Her calendar is in the links. You can make that appointment quite easily. And coming up in our next episode, how your financial mindset affects your growth. We talked about your relationships. Now we'll talk about growing and moving forward, which is right the whole point of this, isn't it? It is. (laughs) Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Richard. Transforming Your Money Mindset, a special series of Richard Pyatt Show right here. And we invite you to keep listening. 